Hello, and welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast. Thank you very, very much for joining me today. I'm your host. My name is Glenda. And today I want to talk about commitment, whether it be commitment as a volunteer, commitment to your job, commitment to being committed to absolutely anything. I really um, admire people that throw in their hat into the rink and they give 110%. And then, of course, there are others. Some people just don't seem to, to be committed to certain things. Now, I'd like to use this as an example. Many of us may have sat on a, on a board or on a volunteer committee with other people. And of course you see that, you know, there's a saying that there's it's always the same people that come to the table and always the same people that are committed and that will do 110%. And that indeed is true for many people. And then I don't know about you. But I have occasionally sat on a committee or a board where I've wondered, hmm, I wonder why, or yes, why that person is, is here serving. Now it might be for camaraderie. Maybe they're a lonely person. Maybe they're looking to build a portfolio because quite often people that will run for a political position will volunteer as much as they possibly can on various boards so that they can talk about having that experience as well as having their name out there in the community and showing others that they like to be involved in their community and they like to do things for others. And that indeed is the truth, I think, for most people. But then there are, as I'd mentioned earlier, there are others where you think, okay, has something changed in your life? Are you going to come to another meeting? Are you committed? And, you know, I've been there. I've been there where something may have happened. I was on a committee or I was on a board and something transpired that um, didn't allow me the same time or commitment to be able to put my best foot forward. And of course, what we're doing is we're letting others down. Because if you are part of a team, you know there's no I in team, of course. But when we're part of a team, there are others that are relying on us to to um, fulfill the goal of the team or our own commitments that we have promised that we will do and that will contribute to whether it be an event or a project. And like I say, I've been there where things change dramatically and I just didn't have the same passion or I didn't have the amount of time any longer that I had previously. Now, the correct thing to do, of course, would to be right away 
to let either your chair person know or whoever is the lead on the project know that you know i need i need to talk to you i i've got um some things that are going on in my life that i just really cannot commit the time that is necessary for this role or this position and or something has happened within my family that is going to require my full attention and that would be the right thing to do is to bring it up right away and so that the team isn't in the meantime wondering why you're not coming to meetings or why you're not doing the things that you've promised and then others may have to pick up the slack because those things still need to be done on the on the project or on the board or on the committee and sometimes that just makes people a little angry or maybe disappointed so again it's important that we and it's not a bad thing if we have a situation where and we don't also have to explain ourselves over and over as some of us might do because again life changes our passion may change our commitment may change our relationships may change so it's okay but it would be better that right up front right out of the gate as soon as we recognize that we're unable to fulfill those commitments those promises that we've made to let your team or your board chair or the, like I said the lead on the project know right away because you're also giving the opportunity to someone else that may be able to fulfill all of those commitments and may have new ideas to bring to the table so if you are in a position where things change where you've lost your passion or something has happened I mean people have could have a loss in the family someone could have lost their job or perhaps even be going through a, a marriage breakup or a relationship breakup and they just they just don't have it or they don't even want to do it anymore and again that's okay stuff happens but again what's important is that we let someone know right away that we're unable to fulfill our commitment and open the door of opportunity for someone else I know once I uh, several years ago had some really heavy things go on in my life and um, people were trying to get a hold of me and they were emailing me and they were texting me and sending me um, voice messages and and I just didn't have it I didn't even have the energy to be able to get back to people and which in the meantime they don't even know that something has happened or something's going on or that you've had a loss in the family or that you're going through a terrible breakup or you've lost your job or whatever it is and that's why when I review this this of what I did I look and I'm like okay there's a next time Glenda 
you are going to let them know right away. You will respond. You will get back to them. You don't have to necessarily answer maybe everybody's email, but at least get back to one person so that then they can take the information forward and let the team, the board, the committee know that you are unable to fulfill your obligation. And again, remember, it's okay because as we all know, life can change in one split second. And something that we may have been very passionate or very committed uh, to before, we might not be so much right now. And again, it doesn't make us a bad person. It just makes us a person that has had something that has changed our view, our opinion. Or, you know, I've seen it also where different committees, different boards, where maybe there may be some conflict going on between a couple of people. Or, you know, maybe that person doesn't like another person. And of course, that brings conflict to the table, which is much more than just those two people that perhaps don't like each other or are at opposite ends on, on all their thoughts and on their beliefs. It also then draws in everyone around the table and it can create such discomfort. You know, the chair may be like, oh my gosh, why can't these two people just get along or get through it or manage their differences? And then there's other people around the table that do not deal well with conflict at all. So now you may have a committee or a board of people that are all going I don't want to be here either if this is what's going to be happening. You know, I don't like to see these two people going at each other and, or maybe they're not even going at each other. Maybe it's just silence, right? Where one person is writing to, you know, the other person and no, they're not responding. They're not getting back to, or they get back to someone else. Well, what is that all about? Now we're drawing in a third party. I mean, unless there's something, you know, offensive going on or, or scary or terrifying, then, you know, proper um, integrity, rather, integrity and respect is responding, not reacting. I know when I react in life, a hundred times out of a hundred reacting is not the right response. So again, if you are someone that is leading a team and it could be you as the leader, as the chair, as the board chair, and something happens for you, then it's necessary, absolutely necessary to let your team know, or to let, you might have a vice chair, next person responsible, let them know so that your team, the team of people that is working on whatever that is, that board, that project, that they can jump in and start to um, 
follow up on perhaps the things that you hadn't or they want to support you in most cases. They want to be there to help. And if they're not, well, then obviously you're a member of the wrong team, right? So in our silence, when we're like, I'm just too busy or I don't even like that person or I don't want to get back to them, again, the impact is much further than just you and the other person. It has an impact for the entire group of people. And that can really um, be very, very damaging to the team or to the committee or the project. If all of a sudden there's people that don't want to be involved and they don't like the convers uh, the confrontation that's going on and now they're you know they're judging and there could be lots of judgment going on or people are starting to gossip or talk once amongst the mothers amongst themselves and others well there you go you could have this one person that's having a problem or maybe with another person or just a person can't do it right now and it has this huge huge effect on everyone else now some people may be just fine picking up the slack for the person that is unable to be there whatever the reason may be it doesn't even have to be something serious but then there could be other people that are the bitterness is growing within them because they're thinking, well, okay, well, how come everybody else is picking up the slack and, you know, nobody's helping me right now. And I don't have time to help with this. And I've got too much on my own plate. Yes, it can really do some damage. And again, I think back to one um, circumstance in my own life. And if I could go back, which of course, hindsight, as we know, is 2020. But if I could go back, I would have handled that much different. And people didn't even know that I had had a, a tragedy happen within my life and that I had nothing to offer to anyone because I hadn't told them, right? So then you've got this group of people and they're wondering what's wrong with this person and why is she not getting back to us and why isn't she doing our job and she made a promise and a commitment to do this and nobody even knows. So again, I cannot stress enough the importance of letting others know that life has changed, I can't fulfill my commitment, um, I'm moving, whatever it may be. And like I say, it's all right. Will there be some members of the team that maybe judge you or that are stressed because now each member of the team has to pick up more stuff. And, and this is sometimes, not sometimes, it's often really hard on volunteers because volunteers, as we know, are giving freely of their time, of their energy, of their expertise. And they may only have so much time to be able to give. They may be on other committees. They may have other boards that they sit on, or they may have a change in their own life of things that have happened, right? And so 
honesty, integrity, respect. Those are for yourself as well as for your team, for others. It is critically important when we join a member um, as a volunteer of a committee or as a board chair or as any member of any team is having, again, the respect for yourself, the respect for others, the integrity and the honesty to be able to come forward and say, you know what, guys, life has changed and I really can't fulfill this. So either I've got to get some support from, you know, other members of the team. If there's other people that have, you know, maybe got a few extra minutes or an hour or so, or I will have to consider that I, I have to withdraw or I have to step back down from the board or withdraw my name from the committee. And again, people may be disappointed or they may even judge you, but you know, you did the right thing by letting people know, I just can't commit to this right now, rather than leaving it. And again, it impacts the entire team or the entire project. And, you know, there is a, um, a quote uh, by, by Margaret Mead. And I, I love Margaret Mead. Have you, have you heard of her? Um, and she talks about um, a group of people, uh, a group of committed people. And in one of her quotes, and she is um, Margaret Mead. Let me tell you just a little bit about her. She um, was an American cultural anthropologist, and she was quite frequently featured as an author and a speaker in the mass media. Now, this is way back in the 19, let's see, 60s and 70s. But the quote that I am referring to that Margaret Mead talked about was, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. And that's what I'm talking about, is being a thoughtful, committed citizen that can help to make a difference. And if things change in your life, that you're no longer able to, to just say to yourself, it's okay. It doesn't mean I'm not committed. It certainly doesn't mean that I'm not thoughtful. It means that life changed and I don't have either the same passion, focus, time, or commitment to as I had before. And I think that people will honestly admire us or admire you if you do that because there may be people that are so passionate and so committed and their life circumstances are different and here they are thinking what's up with that person but we aren't telling them because you know we could be too embarrassed or we we just don't have time or what are they going to think you know all those different things that go on in our minds quite often that self talk 
Well, I've had to do that lately in my life. I, in fact, am known, not known maybe amongst others, but known with myself that I will overcommit at times. And then I become so overwhelmed that I'm doing a lousy job, not at, I'm not doing a good job at anything. Anybody relate to that? Hmm. I know I've talked to a few colleagues of mine and they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm all for plan your work and work your plan. And that includes my volunteer commitments as well. I've got to be able to allocate appropriate hours, the amount of time that is required. And if not, then I really need to have that conversation with myself and go, okay, Glenda. So you remember an experience many years ago where you couldn't fulfill your commitment and people were wondering what's wrong with you and people were texting you and phoning you and emailing you and you were going through one of the worst times of your entire life. It was a terrible, terrible tragedy. Do you remember that, Glenda? Do you remember how awful you felt? Well, you don't want to experience that again. And also, I'm big on lessons. What was the lesson? Now, at that time, it wasn't that I was overcommitted. Life had changed tragically. And, but the lesson I did learn then, because I'm talking about this and sharing it with you, was be sure to get back to your committee, your board chair, your boss, your whoever it may be, a member of the team to let them know that I just can't do this anymore. Things have changed. And in the end, I truly believe that people will respect you more and be grateful that you let them know that rather than just kind of hide and avoid the emails and the phone calls and not get back to people, because as I've mentioned, that is not just an impact on you or perhaps another person that you're in conflict with on the team. It is impacts the entire project or the entire group of people around the table. And again, it's, it's hard because life as, as we know, can just change in, in just one split second. And then, you know, we, we feel all this guilt or we might feel shame or we might feel anger within ourselves, of course, because we can't do it all. Well, why are we even putting that amount of stress on ourselves? if we can't do it all we're not machines we're people and again circumstances change so i strive to be like the committed citizen that margaret mead shared within her quote because she when she says never doubt that a small group of thoughtful committed citizens can change the world well, that's what I want to be is a change maker. How about you? So today, 
I challenge you that if you are overextended, your passion has changed, you just can't fulfill a commitment that you took on, give yourself a break, folks. Stop and send that email. Make that call. Probably best to make the call and talk to someone, or if you can, in person, and let them know, I can't do this, or I, I'm just... I just am not able to fulfill my commitment at this time, maybe sometime in the future. And I can reassure you, I've done that recently on a few things. And the amount of pressure that you take off of yourself, it is incredible. I know I did something last week like this, talked to somebody and said, I just can't do this. I am overcommitted. And when I was done the conversation, person thanked me for letting them know and was able to find somebody else to fulfill my, the commitment that I thought I could. But when I hung up that phone, I could physically feel my shoulders going down and such relief coming off of me because I wasn't trying to do it all. And as I said, doing a really lousy job at something that I had been passionate about. I had thought I could fulfill the commitment and it just turned out I couldn't. And that's okay because I still am committed to myself, to my own self-respect for my own time as well as I'm committed to other projects that I can make a difference to the world. So thank you very much for joining me here today on the um, Keeping It Real podcast and talking about commitment and making a difference in the world because we all have that opportunity. But most importantly, is your time and your commitment for yourself, your self-respect, and not to um, judge yourself because you can't do it all as we seem to think that we can. Thanks again for joining me. I'll be back next week with another Keeping It Real podcast. Until then, remember, a compassionate tomorrow begins with us today.